When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Alrighty. Well, welcome back to Rock and Reacts here today with uh, myself, Parker Gillum, Jaden Lewis, and Quentin Corporal as well. Um, what we just saw out in this field today uh, was truly something special, a kind of culmination of, as was talked about a lot in the post-game presser, a lot of revenge on people's mind, a lot of uh, STD's been, STP has been the slogan throughout the, the offseason. They definitely proved something today. Um, started out by saying just when that kick went through the up to uprights, Jaden, your immediate reaction to that. It's, it's very tough to describe. I mean, I was looking at the TV, and then I quickly looked back to the live action on the field, and I saw the kick going through and I was like oh my goodness he made it and I don't even think that was the most shocking part I think the fans storming the field that was the most shocking part to me I've seen seen it happen twice here live now but the way it just all happened at once it was it was very shocking so I, it's, it's very hard to describe when that kick went in but an amazing kick by Mevis the second longest in school history and actually the longest in southeastern conference history so a big kick and a big win for this team yeah, I blacked out. Um, I blacked out a little bit. I, um, I saw the ball in the air, and I was watching the return man, uh, Philip Brooks, who, if, <laughs> if it was going to be anybody returning back there, that was a very smart move by Kansas State to put him back there. Um, but when I saw him not moving as the kick was going towards the uprights, that's when I was like, oh, my goodness, this might be. And then it was. And then I, I blinked a few times. And I saw the fans running on the field, and it didn't feel real for a second. That sounds hyperbole, but I don't think I've felt this feeling in at least a very long time. It's been a very long time since I felt like this, and this was a much-needed win over a very good team, and I'm very happy with the result. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, for the three, three of us, primarily just as students, to see the, the fan base rushing the field like that and having something to cheer for like this and now definitely going on and taking on the city of Columbia for sure. Um, that was special to see. And now Mevis has a 6-1 yarder to add to a handful of other game-winning incredible field goals that he has. So just kind of y'all's quick thoughts on Mevis has gotten a lot of slack throughout the start of the season. A lot of it, you know, some tipped field goals, snaps haven't been great, uh, holds haven't been great at times. What is your opinion on Mevis at this point going forward? Is it is it just that he makes clutch kicks or, you know, what? how much do you trust him going forward? Well, for him personally today, I think it was more of redemption with him and the fan base because I don't think the team really has a lower level of trust because as as we know with special teams and Drinkwitz has talked about this, most of the special teams issues have not been his fault. It's been a lot of holder issues, not a holder issue, a lot of snapping issues and things like that. So my trust in him, especially hit kicks like that is very high. So I would say my trust is not that low for him. He's, he's hit a game winner before against Arkansas and of course he missed the one against Auburn last year things like that happen um, mistakes like that with kickers all the time but you know I think he's a very reliable kicker and after today he's put himself up there with among the best in Mizzou history yeah a lot of the issues early on this season have been uh, either snapping holding or both um, he did miss I believe a 54 yarder earlier in the game and he said after the game that he kicked the ground um, so he's working throughout the rest of the game to make sure you make good con good contact with the ball. And um, he's turning to the Eli Manning of kickers. Um, it might not be pretty uh, until when it, when it matters the most, um, but he's had a few opportunities. Obviously, he squandered one last year, but he seems to have forgotten about it. And again, 61 yards for the win against a ranked team. Um, that's pretty good to me. I think, yeah, at the end of the day, for, for all of his inconsistencies, there's very few kickers in the country right now active that you that you want trotting out there for a 50 plus yard game winner it's just Mevis he's shown before that he has that clutch gene in him and he's shown before that he has the leg to make it from 65 70 plus much less merely 61 I contended after the game that they took that delay a game on purpose of course because Mevis doesn't like hitting field goals uh below 60 yards um that being said that Mevis was certainly one of the highlights and, and definitely kind of what people are going to know this game by but there was a lot more to this game. I think primarily, you know, revenge was such a factor. K-State came in this team that was ultra-physical, defensively really sound, you know, favored, number 15 in the country. How is Mizzou's offense that struggled through the first two weeks going to hold up against, especially a defensive front that looked like it was going to be able to win that battle? Brady Cook had a phenomenal game. I believe it was a career high in passing yards, uh, 56. Uh, Kirby Moore's offensive play calling, I think personally. I think Kirby Moore and Colin Klein both called incredible games. I think this was an amazing matchup between them two. Um, but just y'all's thoughts on, on Cook's performance and kind of a bounce back game after being booed before the game even started out here. Um, and then also just Kirby Moore's play calling, kind of flexing its muscles in this game and really showing us what his playbook looks like. It started with the Brady Cook front. Just what a phenomenal game by him, especially what happened with him post game. We saw when, his, when he was being announced um, right before the game, the student section was booing him. Image Drinkwitz, he was not happy about that at all. But then he comes out against a tough Kansas State defense, you know, a team where they only scored, what was it, 12 points to get them last year. Yep. And he hung in there and had a career day and was banged up too and was able to deliver a game-winning drive. So overall, just a great day by Brady Cook and what a way to win over the fan base a week before he goes back to his hometown to play in the Dome. And Kirby Moore, you know, the offense, they they were really good today. Um, they were able to get the ball around and play in a bunch of playmakers' hands, which is something that I personally had a question over 
after these first two games because it was just Luther Burden get the, getting the ball. But we saw Mookie Cooper, uh, Brett Norfleet, you know, Theo Wees, all of them getting involved. So very happy with the passing game, which is a good positive for this team moving forward. Uh, this is the best I've ever seen Brady Cook play by a million miles. He looked comfortable. He looked very sure of himself. Um, he looked like he knew exactly where he was going with the ball every time he threw it. And when he didn't, um, he audibled um, correctly. There was the one play, the Luther Burden touchdown, the second one that yeah. he scored. He said after the game on that screen pass that Burden wasn't even the intended target. He was just supposed to be a decoy, but he properly diagnosed downfield that no one was open. Pressure was getting in, was getting to him, and he threw to Burden, which was the correct move. And Tyler Stevens threw a great block, like a great block on the outside, and Burden scored. But um, I'm very happy for him. Obviously, he's taken a lot of crap from his fan base, um, and I feel like a lot of it was unfair. Obviously, revisionist history makes me feel like that's very easy to say now. Um, hindsight bias is very strong, but at the same time, it's pretty tough to throw a, a football when your shoulder's all torn up. Um, and I mean, the guys love him. You heard Mookie Cooper and Luther Burden after the game talk about him. They spoke of him very highly, and they've been doing that for a very long time. And this game, they said, I told you so. They said, I told you so. Um, and I'm just very happy for Brady Cook because he bleeds black and gold. He's said over and over, this is his dream school. There's nothing else he'd rather do than play quarterback for the University of Missouri. So um, I, was, I was very impressed with Brady Cook today. And yeah. hopefully that level of play can continue. I think that was my, my biggest takeaway from that post-game press conference was how much just faith this team had in Brady Cook and how they weren't really phased by when he was playing the way he did today and coming back from that injury. That's just part of what he does. I think one of those telling quotes that he said was, you know, my dream was always to be a Missouri quarterback. I love being a Missouri quarterback. I just wish that the fan base also wanted me to be the Missouri quarterback. I think they do now. You know, it probably should have come a bit, a bit sooner than that based on I, I don't really consider anything that happened this season to be much of his fault. Um, you know, it was not necessarily a perfect performance, but it was one of the cleanest we've seen from him. I think, you know, a lot of great balls. And I think I do I do toss it up a lot to Kirby Moore with his play calling today. I think we saw a lot more of those wheel routes that Nathaniel P got loose on last week. Uh, Norfleet got loose on the one down the sideline, which I thought was a phenomenal catch. If he can step up um, and be kind of that pass catching tight end, that'll be great. I also love seeing Marquise Johnson and um, even Dennis Jackson got at least a target today. I think you started to see them spread it around a little bit more while Burden was still uh, kind of taking over the offense. So really impressed with Kirby Moore. I think he drew up a great game plan, um, and Brady kind of just worked within it. He was, it was really cool, though, I think, to see how happy, legitimately happy Brady Cook was post-game. I mean, it was the field rushing against a top 15 team. He described it as literally a dream come true. As cliche as that sounds, that is literally true for Brady Cook. And now he gets to, to go back home to St. Louis and play in front of his hometown. So it, it gets better for him going forward. Um, Kind of moving on past that, one of the big things that people talked about entering this game was battling the trenches. Missouri offensive line had struggled kind of throughout the first two games, especially in pass protection. K-State, despite losing some guys, still had some studs up front. Their offensive line is full of future potential NFLers. How is this Missouri team going to be able to hold up? They didn't run the ball especially well. I believe they finished with about 74 total rushing yards. Uh, but the defensive line was really getting after them all day. So what were your takeaways just from kind of how they held up there and how that bodes for them going up against future SEC teams? Overall, I would say in the trenches, they performed well. I mean, offensively, you didn't you didn't run the ball well. You aired it out a lot today. There's only, what, one sack, I believe. I say, yeah. One sack all game. So very good in that department after giving up, I believe, four sacks last week. And defensively, one thing Drinkwitz talked about heading into this game was getting Kansas State behind on, behind on downs, you know, putting him in third and long situations. And that ended up paying off 
for Missouri. You saw the interception by Chris Abrams Drain, and there was plenty of times where they were able to get, you know, Kansas State's defense off, Kansas State's offense off the field. And there was one drive, but before halftime, they they got him behind, ended up running I formation, running like a draw, yeah. easy punt there. So overall, against a good Kansas State team, they've always been good, you know, in the trenches, fullbacks, tight ends, and always had pretty much a good defensive line. Very solid performance by them, I would say today. Um, the one play that stuck out to me was uh, the offensive trenches. It was the fourth down and goal. Yeah. Um, and I think on that play, a lot of the criticisms of Missouri period were silenced, at least for the time being. It was, are they going to go for it on fourth down? Are they going to win the battle up front? And are they going to run it with Brady Cook? And they did all three of those things on one play. So I was very pleased in that department. Um, defensively, I thought they did a pretty good job of collapsing the pocket consistently. There were a handful of times where they were this close, like this close to getting to Will Howard, and he would get a pass off, and Kansas State would gain a chunk, um, whether it was over the air, on the ground. But nevertheless, uh, Blitz and Blake Baker was back at it again. Say that ten times fast. Yeah, Oof, that's a tough one. Um, but they got home with four. They got home with extra guys. Uh, the pass rush concepts were very diverse. Um, they were different. Kansas State's offensive line didn't see the same thing that many times. Um, Dalen Carnell was excellent mm-hmm. again. Um, he was everywhere, and I think he makes life easier for the guys up front, even if they don't win initially. Um, Dalen Carnell was flying from sideline to sideline, probably, um, and he made a lot of very important plays, not just plays, but very important plays. Um, so overall, I was pleased. Uh, they out-Kansas Stated, Kansas State, yeah. for the most part. That's what they've been killing teams on for a bunch of years, is just winning up front. And while it wasn't by a large margin, would you feel comfortable saying that Mizzou won the battle up front, just in the trenches period? Yeah, I'd yep. say so. I think the defensive line carried that torch a bit, but yeah, I, I would definitely say so. And that's um, huge. That's been a problem area for Missouri for a very long mm-hmm. time. So it was very pleasing to see that they won that battle today. It certainly, yeah, it certainly wasn't the case last season in this game. Um, Will Howard did break off a couple of chunk runs, but I think one of the big things coming into this game was would the pass rush be able to contain him or would he be able to break um, the pocket and be able to scramble a lot? He didn't do that all too much uh, outside of the red zone, really. And yeah, I... A lot of credit to defensive front. I think Blake Baker had a really great scheme today. I mean, Drink said post-game how we're never going to have to be concerned about Baker not blitzing because he's always going to do it. Um, and when you've got dudes, you know, at the second level that can come off and just headhunt. I mean, Tyron Hopper today was just coming for everybody's necks. I mean, he was in the backfield all the time, blowing stuff up. Dalen Carnell was very similar. Um, so great to see. I think all the stars really showed up, even with Chad Bailey kind of working his way back into the lineup. I think everything looked pretty seamless there. Um, so, yeah, I really encourage. I think offensive line took steps forward today. It's still a work in progress, but I, I do agree that this was, I, coming out of the first two games, far better than I expected them to play today. Um, and I do credit Brady running a lot. Something I talked about the first two weeks, and I know he wasn't going to run a lot against MTSU in South Dakota just for preventing injury. For this team to be very successful this season, he's going to need to be a big factor running the ball. I think today he was up until, obviously, the knee sprain in the second quarter. Um, another shout-out to Kirby Moore for that beautiful play call, faking that reverse to Burden. That's another thing. You oh saw Burden. It was a fake reverse. I yeah, forgot about that. That's, that's, oh, my goodness. That's the yes. best part of that play. I think what Kirby did so great today, using Luther as a distraction a while still having I, over 100 receiving yards. He was a decoy mm-hmm. so many times today, and it destroyed Kansas State's defense. That needs to be done. I mean, it, you could legitimately say every time Luther is on the field, you're either faking it to it or you're giving him to it, and you're probably getting a net gain. So, I mean, really, at the end of the day, I think that was pretty big. So, but, yeah, it, the funny part is now now we get to look forward. There are still so many more games left in the season, even though today felt like the Super Bowl for a lot of people. Um, they go to St. Louis, take on Memphis next week. Vandy and Nashville to follow that up. 
And then if you go undefeated through those two games, uh, a ranked LSU team might be coming to this stadium uh, under the lights. Maybe some college game day hype will accompany that. Who knows? But going forward, has your perception of this team changed and what they can do uh, moving forward just in terms of win total and who they're going to be able to compete with this season? From going into the season, from what I thought about this team, I felt like this would be a defining game of the season. And after this win, I think it's, it's trending in a positive direction. And like you said, we could be looking at college game day being here in a few weeks because you go to Memphis. You go to Memphis next week, they struggle with Navy, I believe, last night. And then you have Vanderbilt on the road. Vanderbilt, not a pushover team, but not an intimidating team like Kansas State. So it's setting up for, you know, really that's something to prove motto if you collect two more wins going into five and oh and playing lsu i feel like it's going to come up there's going to be some big football play then you also have south carolina georgia kentucky tennessee and arkansas those are all going to be tough tests but right now it, it looks like it's trending up my expectations for this team they just have to prove it of course when you do it again do what you did against kansas state you're gonna have to do it again a few more times this year can't have a letdown game against memphis oh, no no sure. or vandy I don't know, man. Staring at a floating jumbotron being held up by two large construction vehicles. That is, yeah. for 60 minutes, that's pretty intimidating. But in all seriousness, we talked about how after the Kansas State game last year, that completely took the wind out of the sails. Um, it aligned with the theme of Brandon Kylie, I believe, highlighted in the Rockham article a little bit ago that the wind has been taken out of the sails of Missouri for basically almost every season except 2015. Um, they haven't gone into October unscathed um, for a very long time. Oh, yeah and this certainly helps and with your question of does it change my perception of the rest of the season like yeah um <laughs> i had questioned on our friday radio show um but it showed today that mizzou can hang in a 30 plus point game um that's possible and i just didn't know if that was possible beforehand just because the first couple of offensive offensive showings yes they scored 35 in the opener against south dakota but it didn't feel easy like, the points, they didn't feel like they came easy, even though, obviously, they put together a couple of really nice scoring drives. Yeah. The points just didn't come easy. The points came not necessarily easy today, but a lot easier than they had been. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that makes me think a lot more highly. I just didn't know if that existed. I didn't know if that universe existed where the offense could pick up the slack like they did today, and they did. So I'm feeling a lot better than I did a few hours ago. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, to kind of wrap it up, though, I mean, the big thing for me coming out of it was it, with this team – on offense, were they going to be able to make against name brand opponents like Kansas State? Were they going to be able to make big plays, especially through the passing game? The, the plays that you needed to make to win a game. You know, Brady was going to have to go out here today and make at least five to six big time throws for them to have a chance, and he did that. Can they keep doing that? Um, that is the big question going forward. I do think, I mean, the schedule heats up immensely. You kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, but I do, I think there's a lot of potential for this team just with the, the defense that you have in supporting that. And if the offense plays at this level week in and week out, you're looking at not many games that they're going to be completely ruled out of just because of the talent level that's on this team. So going forward, yeah, my perception has certainly changed. I see the ceiling for this offense is certainly raised. Um, it's going to be about putting it together. Another slight concern I do have coming out of this. This is the first opportunity we saw Brady really start to run a lot and he got injured. Is that, is he going to get hurt again because he's, you know, running the ball five, 10 times a game? Are they going to have to restrict him in that regard? Who knows going forward? Um, with that being said, as the wind kind of begins to take its toll on our phone and, and drop everything over, uh, that'll wrap things up for another episode of Rock M Reacts uh, live from Furrow Field after a 30-27 win over number 15 Kansas State. We'll be back live from the Dome next Saturday night for uh, Tigers matchup with the bordering Tigers of Memphis. 
Uh, and we will see you guys all live from there. Go enjoy yourself safely, please. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus thank you everyone for tuning into rock m radio a proud partner of fans for a sports network if you enjoyed this episode and would like to see more just like it being directly into your personal device, just click the subscribe button below. Beep. Uh, and you can find this podcast through the Apple Podcast app or for iPhone or the Google Podcast app for Android or whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. Uh, we are also available on Spotify. Just search for Rock M Radio. Uh, and if you like other sports, Fans First Sports Network uh, is a podcast network that has a uh, coverage of all other teams major league baseball uh mls uh nfl whatever you want uh to listen and and read about it is a great great network full of really fantastic podcasts so look them up and subscribe uh to any and all of those podcasts um rock m radio will be back with more episodes coming soon thanks